The following is a hoop bowl presentation. Hello and welcome to another edition of DFS Today. I presented by Hoopball, apologies. I am your host, David Menkov, and I'm bringing you the showdown slate of the evening. We're talking about the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, and we have the Atlanta Hawks traveling to take on the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, they're coming off of a big time win on the road. Um, this game is going to be very interesting. Uh, we're going to talk about a few angles on both sides of the ball that I really wanted to discuss and go through. Uh, before we get started, I want to do a quick shout out to mybookie.ag. Ever since I started this podcast, people have been asking me for betting tips. I always get asked, who do you have, Lakers or Clippers, Rodgers or Mahomes? And I'll tell you what I tell them. Where you bet is just as important as who you're betting on. That's why I tell people to bet with my bookie. MyBookie's rep is rock solid, and they've got the best odds, contests, and promotions in the business. They're the only place I trust to handle my NBA-related bets. The one sportsbook guaranteed to give me the best lines for the Sweet 16 during March Madness and the conference finals in the NBA this season. Um, you know me, and you know that I don't give out my stamp approval easily. To earn it, you've got to be the best at what you do. And MyBookie is the best sportsbook out there period it's simple sign up enter promo code hoopball and get your deposit matched halfway up to a thousand bucks head over to my bookie if you want to add a little excitement to the sports you love and the games you bet bet with the best bet with my bookie all right everyone i am riding solo um on tonight's friday january june 25th slate uh, as i mentioned we have the hawks traveling take on the milwaukee bucks looking to take a commanding 2-0 lead on the road uh, against the favored Milwaukee Bucks, uh, the total is 226 and a half, with the Bucks favored by seven and a half points. Uh, as far as injuries are concerned, some things to note: Bogdan Bogdanovich is questionable for this one. Brandon Goodwin is out, and DeAndre Hunter is out for the Atlanta Hawks. On the Bucks side of the ball, Dante Divincenzo continues to be out in this contest. All right, when we're talking about showdowns. We have to start with the big-time performer, uh, the Game 1 hero on the Hawks' side of the ball, and that was none other than Trey Young, who is priced at 11800 if we're talking utility slot, and 17700 in the captain spot. Now, coming off one of the best games of his career, it's safely safe to say let's go back to the well with Trey Young. I, of course, am not going to be as interested in going back to the well. Um, he is the most expensive captain pick on tonight's slate, uh, outside of Giannis Antetokounmpo, of course, as as we have to mention, of course, um, just because we are seeing Trey Young really shine and really grow into that superstar status that many uh, amongst amongst the 2018 uh, NBA rookie class have been waiting for and. Trey Young has, has taken on the reins on this Atlanta team. Uh, despite some injuries to key players throughout the playoffs and the regular season, Trey Young has been leading this team to the promised land and, and to that game one upset of the Milwaukee Bucks, as I mentioned. So despite all of that, I'm probably not going to have as many shares of Trey Young. Um, I think Drew Holiday, who coming off, again, one of 
one of his best games of the season as well, where he put up 33-10 and 10, um, and played fairly good defense. However, he was unable to shut down Trey uh, when it counted. Uh, and that's something that I think the Milwaukee Bucks and, and the coach are really going to stress in this matchup. So um, uh, if we're talking about the Hawks side, um, I'm not going to have as many shares with Trey Young as, as you can imagine, despite coming off a, of a career effort in the last one. Um, on the Hawks side, I will have some interest, of course, in John Collins, who is priced to move. Uh, I think he's going to fit in to many lineups at 8600 I think that's a price tag in the utility slot that, is very much uh, playable, uh, coming off a nice 44-point effort with 23 points, 15 rebounds after a Game 7 performance where he had 40 fantasy points. He's pretty rock-steady as they come right now, and he's really fighting for a new contract on the Atlanta Hawks. So something to consider uh, in this matchup, I think John Collins uh, could be an unsung hero. Um, if we're talking about captain spots, I mean, John Collins is very much affordable at 12900 Again, I think he's more of a contrarian play in the captain spot. I'm going to have a lot more interest in John Collins in that utility spot to, to really try and, and build out your lineups uh, when we're talking about daily fantasy sports. As far as who else on the Hawks I'm looking at, I'm not going to have too much interest in Clint Capella at 11,700 in the captain spot and 7,800 utility slot. Despite a 44-point effort in the last game, he had 12 points, 19 rebounds. He did have some issues um, as far as um, as far as scoring, but again, it was one of his better performances of the playoffs. In fact, his 44 fantasy points was the uh, playoff high for him uh, this postseason. So Clint Capella, I think, is going to have a pretty good and a pretty sizable role um, in this matchup versus the Philadelphia 76ers. I think this definitely suits his his game style a little bit more. So I will have some interest in, in Clint Capella in the utility slot at 7800, but um, I'm not going to have too much interest in the captain spot. Uh, who else down the road that I'm looking at? Kevin Cuerto is probably not going to have too much interest for me. Uh, I just don't see him replicating that those performances he had against his fellow 76ers, against his Bucks team. In this last game, he only put 13 points on, on a dreadful 5-12 shooting. Um, again, Kevin Cuerto is going to be one of the X factors in this series. I just don't know if he's going to have too much of an impact um, in this matchup, just given what we can expect from the Bucks in a game two effort at home. Uh, I'm not going to have too many shares of Kevin Huerta. As I mentioned earlier uh, in the podcast, Bogdan Bogdanovich is going to be questionable in this game. In the first game, he was very rusty, where he only put up four points, three rebounds, and two assists in three steals in 27 minutes. I expect a better effort in this game against the Bucks, but again, I don't expect too much of an impact. I think at $7,000, um, it just there's not enough room in your showdown salary buckets to really fit him into your lineups. And again, he's very volatile. Another reason why I'm not going to have too many shares of Bogdan Bogdanovich in this game. Um, same can be said about Danilo Gallinari, coming off a very quiet 10 fantasy point effort when he had nine points and one rebound and nothing else. Uh, I just don't see Gallinari continuing his hot hand that he had in the Sixers series in this game, in this matchup as well. I just don't think the Bucks 
have as many holes um, in their lineups. And I don't think Gallinari is going to necessarily get the same type of exposure and open three-point looks that he did in the Sixers series. So I'm not going to have too many shares at him despite the 5600 salary, which is, again, very reasonable. I just won't have too many shares of Mr. Gallinari. Um, as far as anyone else in the Hawks, I'll probably avoid everyone else. Um, there's not really a lot of interest in Solomon Hill or Lou Williams. Uh, just given the matchup and given this game and the importance for the Bucks, I just don't see anyone else really stepping up on the Hawks side of the ball. Moving on to the Bucks side of the ball, I am going to have some interest here. Quite a bit of interest, in fact. Um, starting with, yes, you guessed it, folks, Giannis Antetokounmpo. 12,400 in utility and again my favorite captain pick 18,600 in the in the in that captain spot coming off a relatively quiet 70 fantasy point effort where he really got going the last six minutes of the fourth quarter for those that were watching that game I think Giannis is going to come out with motivation he has a clear line to the basket I don't think the likes of Solomon Hill John Collins Danilo Garnieri none of these guys are the right opportunity for him as far as defensive liabilities. They're all going to struggle to contain him. They're going to come out firing. He's going to come out motivated to get in the paint. The little give-and-go, pick-and-roll game that him and Drew Holiday uh, really solidified it towards the end of Game 1, I think will reciprocate in Game 2. Early and often, that's going to be a play that they're going to run and expose the Hawks' defense. So I fully expect Giannis to put up 70, 75 fantasy points yet again. And at a salary that is identical to his game one salary, even more reason why um, Giannis is going to be a fantastic play. Chalky as it may, Giannis is still worth worth that captain spot. And I'm going to have a lot of shares of Mr. Antetokounmpo, who is definitely motivated and looking to reach his first NBA Finals um, in his prolific young career to this point the other guys i'm looking at to fill out my rosters chris middleton despite a putrid six of 23 from the floor in game one he still broke 30 fantasy points after only making six shots now extrapolate that extrapolate that apologies to a larger game effort where in the last two games in the brooklyn series he put up a combined 10 steals he put up 60 plus fantasy points on average in the last two games against the nets i expect more of the same in this series and in game two as the bucks look to even the series i love chris middleton um i might even have some shares of chris middleton in that captain spot but at 10,200, I'm definitely going to have shares of Chris Middleton in the utility slot. I'm going to try and fit him into lineups with Giannis and, and have a little one-two punch. I think they're going to come out again very motivated, very much in play as two top performers from a fantasy perspective in this game. And then the final three-headed monster, as they call them, Drew Holiday. Uh, the newest member of the Milwaukee Bucks, coming off, a, like I mentioned earlier, a fantastic 61 fantasy point explosion where he had 33 fantasy, 33 real-life points, 10 assists, a steal and, sorry, one block and two steals. Drew Holiday is a fantastic play here uh, at only 9,400 as a utility slot and at 
14100 Take those salary savings to the bank with Drew Holiday. Um, he should be in almost all lineups. There is no answer for Drew Holiday. He has definitely matured um, as, as, a, as, a great, as a great viable option for the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, he's going to get a lot of run in this game. He's going to be someone that might be overlooked from a defensive standpoint. Um, again, the Hawks don't defend point guards necessarily very well at all. So Drew Holiday should have no problem doing whatever he wants in this game. So I love Drew Holiday. I'm going to have a, plenty of shares of him. I'm not going to have too many looks at Brooke Lopez. Very poor performance. Um, despite a relatively okay matchup against the Atlanta Hawks, he only played 20 minutes in the last game. Seven points, two rebounds. Nothing to write home to mom about. Uh, I don't like Brooke Lopez at all in this series, and especially this game. Despite a 93, despite a sorry, a $6,200 price tag in the utility slot, I'm not going to have too many shares of Brooke Lopez. I just don't foresee a situation where Brooke Lopez is going to be a game changer. And and at that price tag, I'd rather go elsewhere. I'd rather actually have some cost savings and go down the down the line with the Milwaukee Bucks with Pat Connaughton, who's a 4,200. Again, not a price you really want to pay. But a guy that can get hot at any point, we've seen it in, in previous games in the last series against the Nets. He had a game where he had 27 fantasy points. A 27 fantasy point game at 4,200 in salary uh, is a recipe for success. So I, I'm going to have some, some shares of Pat Connington um, in that slot. Uh, the other guys I'm looking at from a from just a salary-saving perspective is going to have to be P.J. Tucker, a guy that... You know, ever since it came over from the Houston Rockets, he's in a position where he is really valued for what he brings to the table as far as defense, as far as as far as being uh, just a solid, steady performer on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, we saw it in in the final game against the Nets in that game seven. He had 28 fantasy points, two blocks, three steals, despite falling out. He's getting all the minutes he can handle, which is just a staple of P.J. Tucker's career at this point, where he's going to get 35, 36, 37 minutes with, as, as an absolute floor. So I love P.J. Tucker. 3,600, he's probably my favorite value play on the entire slate, just given what he brings from a toughness perspective. Doesn't really translate normally to a lot of offensive stats, but he's going to get your blocks. He's going to get you steals. He's going to get you some rebounds. He's going to get you some threes in the corner. We all know he loves a a corner three-pointer. So I'm going to have some shares of P.J. Tucker, and and that's pretty much it. There's not a ton of value plays, like I mentioned, uh, in this slate in this showdown slate that I'm going to be looking at. But again, these are some guys that you really want to look at as far as ancillary ancillary pieces in your lineups as you're thinking about the showdown slate. Like I said, the Bucks are with, have their backs against the wall. They need this win. The 7.5 point spread is a bit large considering they lost game one, but I think they're going to come out angry and ready to put a beat down on the Atlanta Hawks. I'm not going to sit here and speculate. I'm here just to give you daily fantasy sports advice, and that's what I'm going to continue to do. Um, And again, you can always follow me and support the DFS Today community uh, as a whole at dmeng33 on Twitter. Um, And I hope everyone has a profitable evening, and I look forward to catching up with everyone next time. Thank you, and have an excellent and profitable night. Take care.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.